Welcome to the Life Finance In Between podcast brought to you by Wealth Management Services and Hershey PA. It's the first podcast of January, first podcast of 2023. And what I wanted to do to start it off, start off the new year, start off right with the first podcast, is I wanted to go through what a 2023 personal finance checklist will look like. The reason I want to do this is because I feel like with regards to setting goals for New Year's, we all have New Year's resolutions, and we pretty much try to follow them every year, and a lot of us don't, but it is what it is. I'm 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 guilty of that. But with regards to finance, I feel like we never set finance goals in the new year, and there's no better time. That's why we set all the other goals that we have, whether it's eat healthier, run more, or read books, whatever it is. We never set finance goals, though, ever. So what I wanted to do was come on here, set a checklist for 2023. It could be something like a a finance goal resolution that we have going into the new year and try to stick to it as much as possible. But in order to set goals, we need to know where we're at. So to start off this checklist, what we're going to do is we're going to wrap up 2022. And what I mean by that is whenever you're listening to this, I'm recording this first week of January. Take note right now of what our investing and savings accounts, checking accounts look like. How much do we have invested? Whether it's 401k, whether it's individual, IRA, Roth IRA, all of our investing accounts, take a look at them. Get the values. Our savings account, what do we have an emergency fund? Do we have an emergency fund? What's that? And then finally, with regards to that as well, checking account, what do we have in checking? What are we comfortable with? What do we want to get to? So see where we're at wrapping up 2022, early, early, early parts of 2023. Next, tax season's coming up. We all know that. Let's assess our tax situation. So when those uh, W-2s and 1099 start rolling in, we'll have an idea of what our, what our earned income is from our jobs. We'll then have our dividends that we have from our investments, our capital gains that we have from our investments. And then all the while, since 2022 is a bad year in the market, have we done any tax loss harvesting? And all that means is have we sold anything at a loss in 2022 investment-wise that we can use to offset our taxes either in 2023 or 2024 whenever we decide to use that tax loss? So that's the first step right there. Outline it. Let's wrap up 2022. Get an idea for all those things. And then once we have an idea for all those things, it's written down at somewhere we won't forget it because this is important. We need to have that information Let's start planning to for 2023. Now, how do we do that? We take whatever the values have for 2022 in our saving account, in our investing account, in our checking account, and we write down what we want that to look like December 31st, 2023. The next 12 months, what do we want that to look like? If it's it's at X now, we want to get it to Y, that 10,000 now, we want to get to 15,000 now. In our savings, perfect. If our investing accounts are at 20,000, we want to give them to 25,000, perfect. Whatever numbers it is for you, just write down exactly what you want it to be December 31st, 2023. Now, on top of that, let's have a plan to get there. Routine contributions. Everybody loves routine. Routine makes things easy. So instead of saying, ah, whenever I have a chance, I'll invest some into my account, or whenever I have a chance, I'll save some into my emergency fund. No. See what our income is going to be for the year. Have a rough idea of what our expenses are going to be for each week, each month. 
and decide, okay, each month or biweekly or every two months, I'm going to put away X into my savings account. I'm going to put away X into my investing account and stick to that. Have a reminder on your phone. If you use a calendar, write it down in your calendar. Today's the day that I invest more. Today's the day that I save more. And as long as you're in the situation where you can, then do it. Now, if you find yourself that already right off the bat, we get to a point where we're not at a situation where we can when we want to. Say we decided February 1st, we're going to put more into our emergency fund. February 1st rolls around and we don't have what we need to put into the emergency fund or what we wanted to. Then we got to take a look at the month, the month that January was, and see where we can maybe save more, what we can change in lifestyle-wise to kind of get ourselves to that goal. But it's setting those two goals, what we want those account values to be at the end of the year, and then the routine contributions to get it there and the plan to get it there. Now, after a year like 2022, we all know it's possible that the year we clearly see what market returns do to our investing accounts. So have one where the value, whatever we want the value to be, but have the second goal in that same breath of being, what do we want to contribute? So say we want our account to go from 15,000 to 25,000 the end of the year. Okay, that's perfect. But we don't know how the market's going to treat us. So let's just say we have that goal. But on top of that, we also have during the year, I at least want to be able to contribute $5,000 to the account. So we know at the end of the year, say we don't get the 25000 but it's because of poor market returns. As long as we contributed that 5000 and we're investing it smartly and we have a plan long term, we know we hit our goal of contributions. The market returns will figure themselves out long term as long as we're doing what we need to investing wise. But we need to contribute first. So if you set that contribution goal and we make sure we hit that at the end of December 31 or December 2023, even if the value is not where we want it to be, we know we're moving in the right direction. We just have to tweak a couple of things and let the market treat us well over time. So that's the saving and investing goals. Next, we got to figure out our debts. We got to figure out our debts for 2023. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to organize them. We're going to organize all our debts. And I know it sucks to look at debts, but we need to. So we need to see if do we have any credit card debt. Do we have student loan debt? Do we have auto car debt? Do we have a mortgage that we're paying on? Do we have, you name the debt, do we have it? We need to list it. Once we do, you need to write down the values of each of those debts. Next to the value of each of those debts, you need to write down how long we have it for. So if we have a mortgage that's brand new, we have 29 to 30 years. If we have a credit card that's month over month debt, or we have an auto loan, we might have it for another five years. Write down how much longer we have that debt for. Next to that, write the interest rate. We have a credit card and it's at 20%, write 20% next to that debt. If our mortgage is at 4.5%, write 4.5% next to that. And then finally, mark off in which ways shortest to longest what we have so like i said credit cards will be our shortest debt then auto loans and then what we'll do is we'll have the mortgage or student loans whatever comes next but write them down in sequential order of what wraps up first and then make a plan identify which ones we want to pay down first so if we have credit card debt we're clearly going to pay that down before we pay our mortgage down so let's make a plan to get that credit card debt down if we have card debt we know Hey, it's going to be a while till I have my student loans paid down. Let's make a plan to get my car, car debt paid down. That's not ignoring the other debts. We need to make sure we're paying our mortgage still. We need to make sure we're paying our car loans still. We need to make sure we're paying our student loans still or our credit cards. But let's have a plan to get there, whatever that might be. 
And so if we do these things, if we set this up in a way that we're routine, we have the idea of what we're doing next. 2023 will be a much better year, personal finance wise. And I think it's super important to set these types of goals going forward, just to have routine, to have goals in mind, and then check up every once in a while. If it's every three months you want to check up, see, okay, well, at the beginning of the year, I said, I want to contribute X amount. I want my values to be at X amount. My debts were this. Back in January, they were that. What are they now in March? Okay, we see it there on March. Okay, what if they are in June compared to March compared to January? And you can keep yourself accountable. And that's all we need to do in 2023. When you set these goals, we need to keep ourselves accountable. And if we do so, if we do so, as far as personal finance goes, 2023 is going to be a really good year. And it could be the start of the rest of your life, life life-changing stuff if we're able to stay on top of this type of stuff. So that's what I want to do. I want to make sure that we're keeping on top of things. I want to make sure we're setting personal finance goals for ourselves in this new year, and I want to make it a good one. So until next time, stay happy, stay healthy. This first one of 2023, there'll be many more, and I'll see you then. Securities offered through Securities America, Inc., member FINRA slash SIPC, advisory services offered through Securities America Advisors, Inc., wealth management services, and Securities America are separate entities. The opinions and forecasts expressed are those of the author and may not actually come to pass. This information is subject to change at any time based on market and other conditions and should not be construed as a recommendation of any specific security or investment plan. Past performance does not guarantee future results.